Welcome to Vladimir Savchuk's podcast. Our ministry exists to reach people globally and to disciple them digitally. If you have not done so, would you help me to bring a greater exposure to the biblical teaching by leaving a review on this podcast and share it also on your social media platform. Let's dive into this episode. 13 red flags that you are with the wrong person mm -hmm. right now. What is the first one? So number one is the relationship with God is not a priority for that person. When God is not the most important for that person, it's a red flag. Mm -hmm. If you are the most important person for the person you are with, that's, that's a red flag. Scary. Mm -hmm. That's scary. Mm -hmm. You know, I always told even my wife that, you know, I love Jesus more than I love you. And because of that, I will love you more every single year as we grow together. Yeah, yeah. I think when we understand this truth, it's, it, it doesn't become scary. It actually liberates us mm. and makes us trust that person. If when I was single and I was praying, um, God, would you please give me a husband that will love you more than he will love me? Mm. And that's exactly what wow. I got. And I am so thankful to God that I, you know, prayed those prayers and I, uh, my mindset was correct in this area to understand that the person needs to be attached to God more than anything before he's attached to you. So ladies, good prayer to pray. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, Lord, send me a Mr. Handsome, mm -hmm. send me a person that loves you more than and he I will love me. And I also got the Mr. Handsome. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. So number red flag two. number two. Actions and words don't match. That's a big one. That's a character flaw. Yeah. And even if that person is in the Lord, if what they say and what they do, I'm not talking about once or twice, mm -hmm. but you're noticing pattern. there's a pattern. This person says one thing, does another. They make promises they don't keep. Mm -hmm. They keep breaking their, um, their, their oaths, their, their commitments. Um, you're dealing with the person that either is immature, likes to be admired, for the words he says, but doesn't have the character to live out his commitments. To me, it's a huge, huge red flag. Number three, um, if she or he has uh, close friends that are not committed to the Lord, and I think this one is actually huge because this is how you can actually see with whom that person is more comfortable with, mm -hmm. with people who are uh, more secular, or with godly people. And that's a very huge sign to see who the person is really, uh, really is. It's important mm -hmm. that we always have non-Christian friends. But if your closest and your best friends and all of them are not believers mm -hmm. and you feel very comfortable and you don't seem to click with believers, to me, that's a huge red a flag. Red flag, yeah. Number four, uh, if a person, he more of or she, more of a guy, but sometimes <laughs> she has a wandering eye. What do you have to say so, about that? Uh, a wandering eye, it's when the person is constantly, it's when a guy is constantly checking out other girls. Mm -hmm. um, I would add to that also following an Instagram. Oh, yes. Ooh, this it. is like huge. Come on, go Ladies, I have to say it. it. If, a, if a guy is interested in you, I beg you, make sure you go through his followers and see everyone who, who he is following. Big, big uh 
very important, <laughs> okay? It's, it's very important. That way you can actually see if a person, if a guy is like, okay, looking at other girls and he's, uh, or you can even tell if he has an issue with lust or issue with pornography. Maybe he doesn't follow like, you know, porn uh, stars on Instagram, but you can kind of see who, you know, maybe those celebrities that are half naked and uh, you can tell if the person has issue with lust. Some, somebody <laughs> said that he was following a lot of prostitutes on his Instagram, a wandering eye when he follows Instagram models. To me, I think it's supposed to be a red flag when a believer, mm -hmm. a, a young man, um, man of purity, is following female models, mm -hmm. female uh, workout, uh, working Absolutely. out um, trainers. And because I mean, all of the working out trainers, I mean, it's, it's, it's soft porn pretty much and stuff. So, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, whatever you girls can follow, but, uh, but for a guy to follow as somebody with, with tight or pants Hollywood stars yeah, and that, exposing mm -hmm. their, their breasts and everything. And, and it's just to stay uh, relevant mm -hmm. or to, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm just my friends <laughs> and stuff. So, um, uh, to That's me, it's just a big, deal. big, yeah. big deal. I'm not saying that as a girl you should control, but you should definitely you sh you can't ignore that. Take a note. Yeah, yeah. You, you you gotta take a note. You gotta uh, you gotta see that because that that is a big sign. And so, um, number sign, five, sign num number five. He or she has uh, recently gotten out of uh, a relationship and they didn't heal yet. And so, and this is deals with the person who just broke up recently. <laughs> My personal encouragement is for people to take at least six months, six to 12 mm -hmm. months, depending on the depth and the closeness of the previous relationship, especially if the previous relationship ended in immorality or fornication. Like there needs to be repentance, there needs to be um, inner healing, even sometimes yeah. deliverance. And when the person jumps out, the reason why it's a red flag is because you don't really know if the person loves you or if the person uses you as a band-aid when they're jumping into a relationship with you right away. What if they say, okay, I just had a, a big breakup and this person is giving me this attention and they're helping me to heal. What do you say about that? I wouldn't say that it's always a bad thing. I would consult um, counselors, mentors, to kind of monitor this person's heart because I, I can't. I know some people who got married like that. Mm -hmm. And honestly, they have a thriving, great <laughs> relationship. They still had to deal with those issues. But... To say that that this is healthy or this is wise, it is not. And so, because a lot of times, you know, you're dealing with this hurt and you're dealing with this thing, and then three, four, five months later, you actually have withdrawals and you actually want to go back to the person that you broke up with. Like, and I'll I'll be candid and honest. I've had a relationship before I met Lana. It was a dating relationship with a, a young gal from from our church, and I broke up with her. Uh, a few months later. I went back to the same relationship, even though we didn't fit together. It didn't, it wasn't for me and it wasn't, I wasn't for her. But the emotional attachment. But the emotional attachment drew it back. The worst thing would have happened is for me to go to another relationship because I would have missed this person and go back. You don't, you know, when you just, when you, when the guitar stops playing music, the strings are not removed. Just because you walked away, it doesn't mean all the strings are gone. So it takes time. Time is the great revealer. And so, and the person who just broke up or separated, please go into a healthy small group, go into relationship, if you're a woman, with other women, get a counselor, go into church, find a good hobby, begin to rebuild yourself. Don't jump into another relationship without learning the lessons that you had to learn, you have to learn, even if it was not your fault.
Because statistics says your next relationship, marriage, after the divorce, the chances of it end up in, ending in divorce is higher than the first one. So the idea that, I, oh, I learned so fast that I'm going to jump into a next relationship is, is actually baloney. Yeah. It's not how this works. You didn't learn anything because statistics says that you go back into actually worst case, not better case. And so I would really encourage to take yeah. time to pause and don't jump to be in a relationship with somebody. Or, like, or for example, going into dating with somebody whose divorce is not finalized. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I think that's a big no. It's just 100%. That's a big no. Oh, we're, we're still finalizing, you know, or it's been it's been finalized. You need to cut the cut the cord. This cord has to be cut. Person has to deal with that stuff first before they go into the next relationship. To me, that's a big red flag. Red flag number six. Number six. A person shows signs of controlling or abusive behavior. This is pretty self-explanatory, but I think it has to be mentioned because a lot of people miss those signs, especially the signs of control. I mm -hmm. think this is... Um, when a person is controlling, even if it's like already in dating, you can see the signs of control. If a person doesn't like you to hang out with your friends that you used to have, mm -hmm. or a person constantly showing signs that they only want to be with you, only you are theirs, you are mm -hmm. their world. This is actually very unhealthy because later on when you marry that kind of a person, you're going to be very miserable. That person will, will take another level of control and will be, um, sometimes it, it gets out of, out of control. <laughs> yeah, I think that um, as, as well, what I would want to mention is there's a difference between love mm -hmm. and obsessive love. Mm -hmm. When a person has an obsessive love, they don't love you. They are actually having a problem and they are possessing you. They are trying to mm -hmm. control you and that is very, very dangerous. And so we have to be very careful because that becomes extremely toxic. At first, actually, if you have had a problem with, you know, having somebody mm -hmm. love you, like you will actually fall fall prey to that and you'll be like, man, this is so amazing. Yeah. I, I am yeah. wanted, yeah. I yeah. am desired mm -hmm. and everything. But in reality, mm -hmm. it's not. When the person is obsessed with you, they will become possessive of you. Mm -hmm. Here are the six characteristics of obsessive love. Obsessive mm -hmm. love is when the person cannot live without you when the person demands unreasonable amounts of time, and when the person ignores the other aspects of their own life to be with you, mm -hmm. when the person shows jealousy toward anything and any activity that compels for your attention, that competes for your attention, when the person follows you, checks up on you when yeah. you're not together, and obsessive love begins with mm -hmm. an intense motion, intense emotion, flattery, and, atten and attention, but yeah. slowly yeah. it grows into unhealthy possessiveness of you. Yeah, yeah, that's big. I think love, it's, it's completely opposite. Love always gives freedom, trust, a choice, encourages uh, a person to uh, have relationships, uh, you know, cultivate friendships and uh, even like even cultivate the friendships, create new friendships that, you know, a couple can enjoy together, I would say. The, the freedom. Number seven, uh, the person has the same sin habits, addictions, and struggles, and doesn't have freedom. Shouldn't we give a, a chance for people who are struggling? Or, or do you think that uh, when the person, for example, is addicted to drugs, mm -hmm. um, where is the line mm -hmm. between, you know, dating them uh, or addicted to pornography or addicted to smoking or addicted to lying or maybe other stuff? Where is the line um, of dating them if they're addicted? So I... The line is you just don't, 
you you do not date people who are addicted, who have really terrible habits that will uh, eventually destroy the marriage or a relationship. Period. That person needs a rehab center, mm. not a relationship. Oh, whoa, whoa, the, whoa, 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 whoa. if a person especially addicted is addicted person, to alcohol, drugs, that's what, that's or even second, addiction to sex. So uh, a person who is addicted needs a rehab, not, not a, a relationship. relationship. Yes. Oh, come on, somebody, drop that in the chat right now. A person but that's because, addicted, yeah, but needs because a rehab. they need a rehab they think they will find their rehab in the relationships. Mm. But it's a very false notion. It's absolutely untrue. That will actually destroy another person's world mm -hmm. and not heal that person who is addicted to mm -hmm. something. Now, if you are in a marriage relationship and you are addicted, you know, we are not saying, okay, dump your spouse right now yeah. and then uh, dump him into rehab. And also a lot of people uh, who are addicted, I feel like they need deliverance and discipline, not dating. Yeah, that's good. On. Drop that in the mm -hmm. chat. If you're addicted, you need deliverance and discipline, not dating. Mm -hmm. So it's important that you take time to get free. So for those of you who are right now watching and mm -hmm. you are single, please don't feed that addiction. Um, get freedom. Overcome that. Get 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 into deliverance. Um, come to our prayer line and get delivered. You know, go through my prayer line, prayer videos, and get delivered. Experience deliverance. It doesn't mean if you get married, you have to be perfect. You know, we all sin and stumble, but when you willfully, habitually, intentionally continue to sin without repentance, it destroys the yeah. other person. And if kids are involved, it's extremely, extremely difficult and damaging. Marriage is supposed to be a blessing, but you will make it a battlefield. Uh, because of that addiction and it just makes it very very difficult and so uh, if if you're single and you're dating somebody who is addicted to porn right now and they do not seek deliverance they do not want to put um, any kind of discipline in their own life drop them like a hot potato and run from them like from a plague yep number eight uh the person doesn't respect purity and has no desire to wait until marriage to have sexual relationship that's huge mm -hmm. If from the beginning, this person is not willing to set boundaries with you and not willing to help you guard those boundaries, but they are opposite. They're like, no, I want to make out. No, I want to have sex. Or no, I want to have all these other sexual activities that are not, you know, or, intercourse or, or, or anything like that. Or some people, some guys, mm -hmm. they say, yes, okay, yeah, I can do that. But then they push the envelope. They said one thing with their words, but with their actions, they're pushing the envelope of purity. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge red Yeah, they're not interested yes. um, in that. And they are just simply wanting to, um, they, they're just in there not for love, they're in there for lust. Mm -hmm. um, they don't um, love you, they love pleasure. Mm -hmm. They don't love the person. And, so, yeah. and that, is, that is a big red flag. If somebody from the beginning says, no, I wanna, you know, don't buy a cow if you don't drink milk from it, don't buy a car if you don't test it. If that's their view of sexuality, mm -hmm. um, then you have to present to them, say, hey, listen, um, home slice, um, sexuality is more like a super glue than a milk from a cow or a test driving a car. <laughs> and you don't play around with super glue. You don't test super glue on your finger because it's gonna stick. That's why yeah. people develop soul ties, get demons and sexual transmitted diseases, get unwanted pregnancy and so many other things. And sex has to be reserved for marriage. In fact, I'm gonna go as far as to say this. One of the best ways to know if the person really loves you or they wanna use you is deny them sex until the altar. Yes. Yeah. And then you will see. Yeah. If they love you, love is patient. They'll be with you. 
If they don't, if they're, they're only lusting, they're, they're going to walk away and find somebody find who will give them else. what they yeah. really want, mm -hmm. which is not, Definitely. they don't want uh, love. They just want lust. Uh, red flag number, number nine. nine. You don't want kids to become like him or her. <laughs> that is a red flag. <laughs> if you're looking at this person and you're like, I do, would never want, I'm not saying that the kids will not look like that person. Okay, because a lot just of times. become like yeah, him. Yeah, because a lot of things, this is what I realized about guys and girls. Before we get married, we focus on our wants. The moment you get married, you focus on your needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, you know, before, before you get married, you, you know, you want him to be handsome, you know, you want him to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, rich and everything. Smart when you get dog. married, um, you want him to be there for you. You want yeah. him to take care of you. You want him to notice be you. You want him to be responsible. You want all of those things mm -hmm. when you get married. And so mm -hmm. um, that's very, very different. Now, number 10. Number 10, you don't have peace about marrying this person. And this is big. If you're a believer, I think it's a must. It's one of the uh, God-given signs that, you know, the Lord, that person fits you well, is you have to have peace about that. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, <clears throat> number 11. 11, your mentors and family feel iffy about this person. Now, if th this one is more if your um, if your uh, mentors and your parents they are godly people and you know you you trust them in a lot of of their advices and things like that and if they don't feel good and they see something further than you see when you like someone because when you're like in that infatuation stage you're kind of wearing those pink glasses you please you do need an input from people that you can trust and many times if they feel iffy about it most likely they are right and then and another thing you have to keep in mind is the moment things go bad mm -hmm. guess who you're gonna go to those people you're gonna go or to help. your parents yeah. you're gonna go to your mm -hmm. um your mentors so it's important to um, pay attention to uh, the words that they speak um, mm -hmm. it is your decision but it's important <clears throat> to pay attention to the words that they speak mm -hmm. and number 12, number 12. Uh, being with that person has distracted you from Christ, the church, and your closest friends. And this is huge. I've seen this happen every single time, left and right, where someone gets into the relationships and they are no longer in church. They're no longer, they're pulled out like a magnet out of the church, out of the fellowship with friends. They're secluded. They're nowhere to be found until they come back broken. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that is that is so true. And that's one and of the signs. It's, yeah. it's like that obsessive love is that infatuation. Mm -hmm. And some people are afraid. They're like, oh, I when I when I fall in love or when I start dating this person, you know, I, I feel like it's a distraction to my walk with God. Like to some degree, you, you will be a, like there, there is going to be this thing where this person is going to be on your mind. As long as you are still with your church, with your family, and as long as you're still with your closest friends. Yeah. But to some degree, there will be this season where there will be a little bit of distraction. Yeah, so of I course, think it's it's, it's normal. Don't feel bad about it. They did not become an idol and <laughs> they are not an Isaac that you need to sacrifice, okay? So like, because I know, uh, and this is when you know you're not mature. Uh, and I always tell people, when you are from 13 to 19 and you still have the teen attached to your age, um, a relationship 
will always distract you. It's very difficult because you're still not emotionally super mature. And, but then when you hit about 21, 22, your, your level is different. You're thinking not just with your heart, you're thinking with your head, you're thinking with your, con your conscience, you're kind of reevaluating everything. And these relationships, even if they kind of will infuse you with a lot of emotion and love and thoughts, and, but you'll know that, hey, this is, not, this is a good thing. This is, a, this is not distracting me from God, from the church and everything. But when, when you're a teenager, like it's <laughs> literally like nothing exists. This, the, only this person, you're thinking living only for them 100%. And so that's why I always tell people that do not get married if you do not date if you're not ready for marriage yeah. and, and don't think about marriage if you have a teen attached, attached to your age. And the last one, number 13, you are, you're already praying for God to change that person. <laughs> It's funny, but Lord, I love him. But please, can you change him in this area him, or Lord. her? Save him, Lord. Yeah, save him, save Lord. Him. Don't make him look at other girls. Lord, please help him to stop being lazy and playing video games 24-7. Lord, help him to be more responsible. And, and then you're looking for a job for him because he doesn't want to work, you know, like and it's just like it's better to not to bring. I always so in final thoughts, I'm gonna share mm -hmm. three things concerning this. Um, it's better to wait for God to bring the right person to you than to wait for God to change the wrong person mm -hmm. that you bring to God. And when I say wrong person, it's when you ignore all the red flags and you still do it because, um, you know, you really are infatuated. It's not that, oh, they are in the Lord and you wish to be with this person as much as you're just ignoring the common sense. You're going against the wisdom of the wise people in your life and you're going against your own peace. Uh, there's tension right there, like in there, but you're crossing all of that because you're infatuated and because you just don't want to miss out. Nobody's going to love you. You will never get another chance. This person is hot. Well, hell is hot. You don't want to date hell. You know, oh, but this person is like so amazing and, and everything. And you know, they, they are everything that your ex wasn't, you know, everything that your ex couldn't be. And so like now the fact that they're missing the other 80% that maybe your previous relationship had, you're looking blindly at that stuff, closing your eyes, hoping that they will change. And then you start kind of like going into the relationship knowing that they need drastic like construction remodel in their life spiritually remodel in their life but you're jumping in and you're hoping that I'm gonna pray them out I'm gonna fast them out listen now if you're in that situation already keep going do not give up but if you're not in that situation why please would don't you? do it <laughs> yeah. why would you want to destroy your life like that why when you can spend your life being with the person that can help you to move mountains, establish God's kingdom, where you don't have to fight about tongues or cessationism or, or fight about going to church or not going to church. Yeah. Where, where, why would you want to do that and stuff? It's better to be single and whole than to be married and be in some kind of yeah, a emotional right. prison. And so I just really want to encourage you guys, marriage is not that easy. Um, and, it's, and it's so difficult when you're married with a person who does not share your values, who doesn't have respect for you, yeah. and who is chronically narcissistic or controlling, manipulative. Imagine walking with two types of shoes. One shoe has one size, the other shoe has the other size. Like you won't walk mm -hmm. for very long. Mm -hmm. Imagine running like that. It's uncomfortable. Now, can you still do it? Yeah. So people sometimes look, oh, but it's not wrong. The Bible doesn't say it's wrong. No, it's not wrong. But the question I want to ask you, is, is it, it wise? wise? Is it wise? Is this the best thing for your future in light of your past, in light of the calling, in light of the advice that you received from your mom and dad, in, in the light of the 
peace that you don't feel in your heart. Your God says, run. Your God says, you're making a big mistake. In light of all of that, is this the wisest decision? So yes, the Bible tells us they have to be in the Lord. The Bible tells us you can marry at liberty whom you wish, but the Bible is also a book of wisdom. Yeah. And the Bible gives yeah. us people yeah. like Vlad and Lana, like your mom and your dad, gives us other people who walk alongside of us and say, hey, mm -hmm. you don't, don't camp at it's not wrong. Move to the side that it's wise. Now, the other um, two final thoughts that we want to give him is don't be blind to what you're seeing during dating, as we mentioned. Spoon food in dating is tons in marriage, meaning, ah, it's just a little problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in marriage, it's going to be a big, big problem. Whatever is in dating usually gets magnified in marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like if this person is not clean, they are not going to get clean because they're going to get your last name. If this person is not punctual, I can tell you one thing. Marriage vows does not, has never changed anybody to be punctual. And so like, just, just remember, you know, don't be blind to what you're seeing right now and don't hide it under a carpet because it's not going anywhere after the wedding. And the third thing is that, you know, I mentioned before you get married, we seem to focus on what we want. When we get married, we begin to more focus on what we need. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you were encouraged, challenged, and also blessed. As always, don't forget to subscribe as well as to leave a review so that it could help us to reach other people and share this episode with your friends and your family on social media. If God puts on your heart to support this ministry, your support will help us to reach more people for Jesus. Go to my website and you can find out so much more free resources from reading plans, blogs, e-courses, and so much. And all of my stuff is free of charge. God bless you. Until next time.